Welcome to tonight's Meet the Filmmakers at the Apple Store Regent Street in London. Please welcome guest moderator, radio and television broadcaster, Kevin Hughes. Hello all, how are you? Thank you so much. Uh, it's great to see everybody here at the Apple Store in Regent Street, and it's great to be on stage talking about one of my favorite films of 2013. I'm hoping that you will all agree in the next 45 minutes that what you're about to listen to and what you're about to experience will tempt you to go and see Sunshine on Leith when it opens nationwide at cinemas on Friday. It's been described as the ultimate feel-good movie of the year, and I would echo that. From director Dexter Fletcher with an all-star cast, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, watch this. I give you sunshine on Leith. What's going on? Have you thought about what you're going to do now that we're out? Must it involves your sister? Hey. Oh, come here. Ma, it's all right. I'm oh, sorry to hear about Ronnie. It was my squad, Dad. It was my responsibility. One drink, then I'm off. Don't tell me. Tell your sister. She wants you to meet her pal. I'm sure your brother's lovely. I'm just not up for small talk. This one's different. Different how? He's just going to be staring at your tits. She's English. It's English. I'm on my way from misery to happiness today. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Going to propose to Liz? <laughs> it was one night. It's 25 years ago, Jean. We were married, Rob. I want you to get out of my sight. It's over and done with, it's over and done with. It's over and done with, it's over and done with. What are you doing with yourself? You working? Ah, uh, yeah, in a call centre. And I thought I had it bad. Will you do me the honour of becoming my wife? This is about me and you. If something happens, I want to know if you come with me. Or what? That's us finished. Died, Ali. Why would you want to go back? Because they wanted me! What if when you want is going to hurt other people? You've got to make your own mind up about what's right for you. If you love her, just go and get her. There you are. That is Sunshine on Leith, opening on Friday. And I am so pleased to introduce uh, two amazing, well, two amazing examples of British talent, frankly, onto the stage. Please welcome the director of the movie, Mr. Dexter Fletcher, and acclaimed actress from the movie, Miss Jane Horrocks. <laughs> How are you, Jane? I'm good. How are you? Lovely to see you. Oh, it feels very weird. Well, no, here we are in the studio on the stage. How are you, Dexter? Good. Everybody is shopping. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, Dexter, let's start Hello. with you. You are the man responsible for bringing this to the big screen. Director of Sunshine on Leith. That's I mean, right. Uh, when did this all begin for you? I know that obviously this was a, a, an incredibly successful musical in 2007. Yeah, We're now in 2013. Right. Yeah. When did you first get involved with Sunshine on Leith? I first got involved in 2013, are we now? Um, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think by 2011 would be a reasonable. In about May 2011, April, May, I first got the script. And, um, uh, yeah, it was the first screenplay of, of the stage show. Um, and I started working with the writer on it, Stephen Greenhorn, then. He'd written the stage show, um, and it, that's where this material was developed from. 
So about, yeah, something whatever that is, 18, 20 months ago, something like that. Yeah. And obviously this is uh, a narrative using the music of Charlie and Craig, really, the Proclaimers. Yes. One of the Britain's finest pop twins in, um, and exports. And here we have this incredible catalogue from them. I've, I've got to ask you, Dex, have you always been a, a Proclaimers fan? Uh, fan's a strong word, <laughs> because fan <laughs> is an abbreviation of fanatic, as far as I understand it. So to say I was a Proclaimers fanatic <laughs> would be overstating it somewhat. I knew the Proclaimers back catalogue, some of it, but I knew 500 Miles and I knew Letter to America and On My Way, uh, stuff like that. But I wasn't a fan particularly, but I suppose I could count myself as that now. I mean, I certainly know the songs well and love them and have a great affection for them. But I just want to answer your first question. I actually got involved in May 2012. So actually, it's, it, that's the 18 months I'm talking about, 20 months. It's actually much quicker than 2000. Uh, was it an initial yes? Did you fall in love with this story and this idea immediately, or did you take some persuading? I did, no, no, I didn't take... I mean, I, I read it, and I read the reviews of the show, and I, and I read the, the, the script, and obviously there's these great songs involved. And because I, I didn't know all the songs, it meant I get to read the lyrics of them, first of all, yeah. and see how they, they pertain to the characters and, and how that comes out. And then, obviously, there's certain criteria that you need to make it uh, be something that you think can really fly and, and work well and uh, Jane and, and Peter Mullen are very integral to that they were the first people that we wanted to uh, get on board in terms of cast and so we had this anxious sort of 48 hours where we waited to see how they responded to the material once we, you know, we went out to their agents and did it all very officially. Mm -hmm. I should have just phoned up Jane and said, Jane, you're doing it. But, uh, but no, we had to do it very officially. Jane, let's talk more about your character. You play Gene, and, you, and yes. I have to get this straight away. Jane's performance is nothing short of spectacular in this film. It is it's fantastic. fantastic. It really is. It really is. Uh, it really is. Tell us more about Jean, and uh, tell us more about the story of Sunshine and Leith, Jane. Uh, well, the story is, well, it starts with two soldiers from Afghanistan, well, coming back from Afghanistan and uh, rebuilding their lives. Um, something horrible happens to one of their friends and um, they decide to stop being soldiers. And, uh, and it's kind of them rebuilding um, well, where, they, where they left off, basically, in their hometown of Leith. And uh, I play one of their mothers and uh, Peter Mullen plays a father and uh, I mean they're all they all sort of integrate that uh, it's really about three couples to be honest mm. um, and they're um, falling in and out of love yeah really. it's really it's a film about family <laughs> and about love and how sometimes those two things don't always run smoothly you know and that's what's lovely about it. I mean, I think if you look at the Proclaimers songs, that's what they do very cleverly. They're very good storytellers with their songs and their music. And that's why the script and the story is very nicely crafted around these three couples and the songs play into all of their stories. So it's, but it's really essentially a story about home and family. Yeah. Uh, going back to the songs, Dexter and Jane, great material, as you say, to work with because they, each song is a story. And they, re they really are great storytellers. Mm. And maybe it's now they're going to get a bit more credit, more credit than they've had before for their, st for their songwriting and their storytelling. Well, you hope that it will open them up to a new audience, uh, you know, an unlikely, an unexpected audience. Yeah. Um, 
I, they, I mean, I think they're really great sort of folk country and western type songs because the storytelling is so good. And like Dexter said, they're perfect uh, to build a musical around because, mm. you know, they tell a story within the song so vividly. Um, and each song is very, very different within the film. I think Dexter's done a superb job at filming the, the songs because they are very, very individual, each song. Uh, they don't kind of all merge into one. You don't think, oh, I can't remember that one. What was that one? <laughs> they, they are very, very unique. In, in their setting and, and, and what they're about. We're going to see a, a scene from the film next, but Dexter, maybe tell us more about the cast. It's, uh, there's some fine young British talent in this film. Yep. Tell me how you found them and why you picked them. Um, it was the sort of standard uh, casting process. Once we got Jane and Peter, who were the sort of nucleus of the family, really, the mum and dad, um, it was then about finding Davy and Liz, their children, and then their extended girlfriend and boyfriend, either side of them. And so it's a sort of mix and match process, but it's a really good opportunity because when you've got people like Peter and Jane, it means that you can, for the younger characters, go, okay, let's find the undiscovered great talents that are out there. And I think you had George Mackay here yesterday talking yeah. about another film that he's coming out on Friday as well. He's, he's such a talent. He's got three films coming out on one day, which I think has got to be really? a record. By, yeah, that by is quite any, something. Yeah, it's quite something. We, we only care about Sunshine and Leith, obviously. We don't <laughs> only care. I know, I shouldn't talk about it. Yeah, Sunshine and Leith right. is the best one that he's in. Um, but having said that, uh, it meant that I had a really good opportunity to find these young, interesting talent. And we went for acting first, and um, we knew that they were already uh, experienced and capable actors, and, and then brought them on and said, right, can you sing? Let's have, you, let's have a song out of you. And we asked them to sing uh, Sunshine on Leith, is, I think, was what oh, we were really? saying. Yeah, that's what everyone sang in their audition, sing Sunshine Crazy. on Leith, yeah. Um, here's a scene then uh, featuring uh, George Mackay and Kevin Guthrie and some of the other members of the cast who are in a bar. Mm -hmm. They're in the bar. And uh, it's sort of a, the, the, it's a fun night. It's their Drinks first are night. Yes, their first night home. Yeah. Uh, once they've got home from Afghanistan, they're out with their friends and they see the girls, and it's that great moment where young people stare across a crowded bar and fall in love, hopefully. Mm -hmm. so Let's I have a look. This is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's have a look from Sunshine and Leaf. You still looking at you something? Uh, no, I just want to get drunk. Well, the thing with tequila, it's not what you forget, it's what you remember. Fancy? No wonder you're still single, do you? Bye. Bye. Here's my ears. You in? Oh, I'm in. Good. Oh, that's bogging. Right, Lizzie, up tells one of your stories. Okay. Drunken storytelling. No one's safe. Okay. This is the story of our first Yeah. Shetland made her jumpers, and the devil made her features. Threw up her hands when our mom said our name. Embroidered all her stories with slanderous
There you are, scene from Sunshine and Leith, everybody. Uh, Dex, so that had to be a fun one to film. Tell me that was a good one. It was a tough one to film. <laughs> I mean, it was fun, yeah, because it was this uh, great moment in the boozer where everybody starts singing and it goes on that and everyone kind of joins in and there's a nice little poignant moment in the middle of it. But, yeah, I mean, what was, what was, what's tricky about it is that we were in a space that wasn't much wider than this, really. It was like a corridor, and we have to film it from every different angle. So, actually, it looks very random, and everyone's just sort of jumping around by the end of it, but it had to be very well choreographed so that it all edits together and we can um, actually make it work together as, 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 a, as a song individually on its own. And uh, so that, you know, takes a lot of time, and, but also you've got to keep people's energy up and keep the, the fun in it because it's a great night down the boozer where everyone's drinking but they're not really drinking but they have to be drunk but they're not really drunk and then uh there's all the all the difficult things that play into it but yeah it's it's a great song and and we leave it uh, i play it again at the end of the film as well because it's a lovely yeah. note to go mm. out on i was humming it for the i'm still humming it since <laughs> i've seen it two months ago it's fantastic Good. Good. uh jay um we cinema has an incredible relationship obviously with musical theater with musicals there have been mm. and in, in the last 12 months i've seen something like les mis has been revered by BAFTA, by Oscar, by the Academy in, in the States and more. You have surely got to be a huge fan of musicals and musicals on the big screen. Um, not really, no. Oh. Uh, no, I, um, I mean, I started off loving the sound of music. <laughs> That's the one that I really liked. But I then didn't go on to, you know, sort of watch uh, musicals incessantly. Uh, yeah, I think I, I, there was a long gap between the sound of music yeah. to Greece. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is kind of murky. Um, but no, no, I'm, I'm not a massive musical lover, but I, I mean, uh, that what appealed to me about this was that it was a contemporary musical yeah. and that it was um, set in a very real world. And I thought it lent itself really well for film. Because but having said that, Jane has uh, done some fantastic musicals on stage, uh, you know, in the past, you know, her cabaret is... I mean, I, I've only been on, in two musicals on stage, which is Cabaret and Annie Get Your Gun, but they were kind of, th those parts were sort of uh, uh, suited to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a, I mean, somebody like Antonia Thomas, who's in this film, is a proper trained singer, which I'm not. I mean, I'm not trained. So and I think you really have to have b that to, to, to do musicals properly. Sorry, do you not count Little Voice as a, as a musical, though? Um, well, I think it's, it's more of a film with it? music, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, but I saw yes, you on a film that at the Old Witch. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was great. Sorry. Well, <laughs> no, it's no, all right. It was, all right. Yeah, it was great. You were great. Fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> Thank fantastic. <you>. Uh, filming <laughs> Sorry. in Scotland, Jane. Mm. Um, you it's must cold. Have, uh, yeah. <laughs> is it cold? Was it cold? <laughs> it is cold. Yeah, cold, it was yeah? cold. It's cold. Yeah, it's north. Yeah. If you go from mm. north from here, mm. you'll get there. It's cold. Yeah. Uh, all the exteriors <laughs> in Edinburgh and a lot of the interiors, I'm right, saying, in Glasgow. Uh, a lot of the interiors of Glasgow. Some of the exteriors of Glasgow. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the producer's choices, had how to balance out what money they've got in order to get this film realised and you know sometimes they say okay well actually if we base everyone in Glasgow where a lot of people are based anyway we don't have to travel everybody and there's all these considerations to take into account and um, so it, it worked out we were in Scotland but we yeah it's it's we sort of we sort of fudged the line between Glasgow and, and Edinburgh and some you know there's one bit when they get in a, a cab in Glasgow and they ask for somewhere in Edinburgh that's a good 80 <laughs> miles away it's a very long cab ride and everyone in Glasgow goes oh because that's a long cab ride but for the wider world I think it's 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 Scotland enough 
to convince people, but yeah, we do cheat mm. it sometimes. And it's Scotland, and it's, and it's, at the heart of the film is Scotland as well, isn't it? Yes. Well, Jane, I know we had a conversation yesterday where you were talking to me about how often Scottish perform uh, theatre art can be perceived as being a bit dour, a bit mm. dour, uh, but mm. this, there's real heart to this piece, actually, isn't it? Even though, as you said, it's very gritty and it's very real. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly uplifting. And, um, I mean, certainly when we were filming in Glasgow, I couldn't get over how friendly, um, just warm people were. It was a, just such a lovely city to work in. And, um, and I think that Sunshine on Leith is a real representation of what, what Scottish people are really like. Um, and uh, that, that yeah, I, I, it's nice to see something that's uplifting set, set in Scotland yeah. because... You know, that I, I think despite the cold, um, it, there's a real great spirit there. And they must have embraced you when they saw you shooting these exterior mm. scenes, especially some of the numbers that we'll, we'll preview in a, in a moment. But mm. they must have loved watching you work, Dexter. Hey, well, I mean, it, it was it was mutual because, uh, yeah, we went into their city and you kind of over, you take over a big square in the middle of Edinburgh. And it's, you know, for some people, they might sort of... Uh, their noses might be out of joint, but the people of Edinburgh ended up actually joining in. And, you know, we have a big dance number at the end in the square there. And we had 400 extras, but I'm sure at the end of the day we had six or 700 because people just sort of stop and join in, which was, was great. And everyone stands around and watches it and enjoys the show. And, and that, um, that, that's great. You know, people just kind of... It brings a lot of really good energy yeah. to, to the film. Well, actually, now you've mentioned that scene, I think maybe we should have a look at it because this is one of my, my favourite scenes in the film. And it's okay. one of the songs, I guess, that everybody's anticipating and waiting for. Sure. The big... one of that. Well, it is their biggest hit. Worldwide smash, yeah. I'm going to be yeah, 500 yeah, miles. Uh, Peter Kay not involved in this version. <laughs> no, no, he's not. No Peter Kay. But uh, have a look at this because this is just sensational from Sunshine on Leaf. When I come home, yes, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the one who comes back home to you. I'm gonna be the one who's coming home to you. And I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more Just to be the man who walks a thousand miles to fall down at your door And I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more Just to be the one who walks a thousand miles to fall down at is that <laughs> wow if there's one flash mob I would have wanted to be part of it's that one Dex how Very complicated to film that 
pretty complicated. <laughs> I mean, we did have a lot of rehearsal. I mean, we had a bit of time with, with some of the extras, but a, a lot of the people learnt the dance on the day. It actually gets bigger and bigger from there. The dance, everyone starts to join in, and it, it becomes everyone who's standing around watching in that other big shot that you see all eventually join in, you know, the girl who's the statue and the big issue seller and the policeman and, you know, uh, everyone joins in. So uh, we, we only had three days to shoot it. Um, and on the first day, we had to teach everybody the dance, which is obviously fairly stressful. Uh, but the choreographer uh, was a great man, Arthur. And uh, we, yeah, we worked hard and kept the energy and enthusiasm up. And, and it, it's a dance full of really good fun and, and, and smiles and everybody's very happy, so that kind of obviously helps. Um, but it's easy, anybody could do it. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> we'll have a go later. <laughs> uh, Jen, have a mention about your obviously our amazing performance from Jane, but uh, with, your, with Peter Mullen in this film. Mm. They've got wonderful chemistry with him. Tell me more about your character because she goes on quite a journey in this film, doesn't she? It's quite an emotional rollercoaster. What can you tell us? Um, well, I suppose the, the, the start of the film for her, her, her character is the build-up for a silver wedding. Um, so there's all great excitement about that. And then at the silver wedding, she finds out something um, a little bit um, shocking about her husband um, and what he's been doing in the past. <laughs> so Quite devastating, yes. in fact. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so it's, um, her journey is really kind of dealing with that information and processing it and com coming to terms with it really as well as all her family around her falling apart so she's a kind of the archetypal mum who's who's got a heart of gold who's just trying to keep everything together you really do have to i wondered on set did you feel at times that you were that matriarchal figure offset holding every keeping everyone together or did you was that and keeping Pe peter mullen together yeah. <laughs> she 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 managed peter mullen for us. she wrangled peter mullen i think it's interesting jane's character is a fascinating character i think she's great she is the yeah. center of it and she does her son's in the war and her daughter's got big plans to travel the world and her husband's had this you know this this past that comes back to haunt him and threaten their marriage and she stays strong and fights all the way through it and that's really part a big part of the story there's this woman at the center of it who who does everything she can to hold her family yeah. together in in quite tough times and and the, and it's the triumph of her and the strength of her winning out that that I think is one of the big parts of the film that is really uh, so positive and, and 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 not easily done you know not easily won it's she, she's a tough character she's getting it from all sides yeah. and it's really great to see her yeah she's a big person she she's, is she's yeah. kind of you know accepts her lot and thinks well i can either leave all this behind or i can just get on with it and that's what she does and so she has other options you know it's not like jean you know is kind of uh, you know, if, if she does decide to, you know, not work things out with her husband, she does have other options. Well, yes. In fact, let's have a look at this scene from the film. Uh, you're at work. Jean's at work, Jay, with your colleagues. And they, they want to give you some advice, basically. <laughs> yes. It's another fantastic scene. Have a look at this from Sunshine on Leith. My family's fallen apart. I feel like it's my fault. Jean, I'm sorry. I couldn't help overhearing. Oh, Harry, I'm, I'm just being stupid. Aye, you are being stupid. If you think any of this is your fault... Come here. Come on. Come on. It can happen in any family. Mary, Queen of Scots, born 1542, died 1587. Her third husband murdered a second husband. Her cousin tried it for treason, and her son stole a throne. It's true. If she was alive today, she'd be on the Jeremy Kyle show. So you listen to me, Jean Henshaw. Whatever happened, it's not your fault. 
You have done nothing but work yourself into the ground for your family. You've been let down, messed around, told to get your feet back on the ground when you should have been loved. Loved. Been loved. You should have been loved. Should have been loved. You've been ripped off, written off, told an act of kindness makes you soft when you should have been loved. Loved. Been loved. loved. You should have been loved. Should have been loved. But all your detractors underestimated you Cos they don't know you like I do I've been rough, you put up with stuff The times when we thought you'd had enough When you should have been loved Should have been loved You should have been loved Should have been loved And then they hang you You try to do God You treated like a jumper and a queue When you should have been loved how good is that? I want it, I want that every time I walk into a museum, Jane. Yeah. I want to see that. That must be the fun Jane one. When yeah. you feel in law. Yeah. Uh, but you also have some beautiful songs, so a couple of solo numbers that showcase the proclaimers of their finest, Jane, in this film. What was your favourite? Uh, well, I sing Sunshine on Leith, yeah. and that is a, it is a beautiful song. It's known as um, as the anthem for the Hibs, the Hibernians. So uh, it, it, it was kind of strange singing a song that, that has such a male history to it, yeah. um, and it, th that I, I think that that's beautiful because it's it's sung as a ballad and it's it's you know in a hospital. Um, well, I won't give away the, the story, but it's it's kind of um, a very um, intimate scene. Yeah. Not at all like singing at a football match. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I think that is my favourite. Um, look, I could ask you so many more questions, but look, let's put some questions to the floor. If you've got a question for Dexter or Jane, raise your hand. We've also got some questions I know from the Sunshine Leaf Twitter and Facebook feeds as well, okay. which is good. So, does anyone have a question for uh, Dexter or Jane? Do raise your hand if you do. Uh, yes, sir, at the back. Let's get the microphone to you. Um, what what input, if any, was the proclaimers into, into like the, the film? Did they um, go on set or have any input, or did they just leave it entirely up to you to do? Um, uh, well, I, m I met them very early on, but uh, they because the stage musical had done so well and, and they'd kind of just handed it over their material really to the writer and said we don't know anything about writing plays or musicals we know about writing songs so you do what you have to do and then we'll come and see it and tell you whether we like it or not and that's what they did they came and saw the show and, and they loved that show and with the film they kind of did the same thing they said you know we don't know about making films but you do so you go and do what you need to do um, and it's obviously it's a huge responsibility for us because this 30 years of work there that these men have you know produced and is is very important and and what's really lovely is that they do love the film and they came and visited the set just twice they were busy touring they're always touring the proclaimers somewhere on the globe they're they're trotting around but there was a couple of days when they they did turn up when we were in Leith and they are actually in the film so very early on in the second number the second song the proclaimers appear, and if you know them, then you'll see them, and it's quite a lovely moment when they. Great moment. Uh, yeah. great moment. It's a great yeah. moment. Yeah. It is. It's a lovely little moment, and um, uh, they come out of a pub, and it's quite funny and stuff. But they're very, very supportive, and I think, and I hope that they're very proud. I, th I think they are. Yeah. But but they they did say to me, you have carte blanche to do what you need to do. Just don't mess it up, mm -hmm. which is you know. Fair enough. And Dexter, is it all right to say, even though you're behind the camera for this piece, as you were with Wild Bill, that you do make a cameo in this film? 
I make a brief appearance in this film as well as a, as a, a drunk, flatulent old man. <laughs> <laughs> so typecasting, really. I didn't even know it was you. <laughs> I'm that much of a comedian. <laughs> Look out for Dexter. Uh, any more questions then? Yeah, down the front here. We'll just get the microphone to you. Thank you. Hi. Um, Hello. Question for Dexter. Do you prefer directing or acting? Uh, I don't know. I do like them both. I don't know which I prefer. I don't know. Um, yeah, they're different, aren't they? I, 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 I'm really loving the directing at the moment because I, it's so new to me and it's, there's, it's really exciting and, 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 um, and people tend to listen to me a bit more, which I quite like. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you're an actor, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 and then they're off. Uh, I do love acting, you know, but uh, I've seen I have this other opportunity at the moment, so I'm going to kind of pursue the directing for a while. See what, unless some Spielberg phones me up and says, "Do you want to be in Jurassic Park 7? <laughs> then you'll see me in Jurassic Park 7. But uh, no, I, I do like the directing at the moment. I think it's just because it's so new and exciting. And Jane, do you think it was a help for you and the rest of the cast having Dexter behind the camera as someone who has all that experience in front of the camera who can empathise with what you as actors are doing and delivering? Yeah, inevitably that, that is hugely helpful, um, particularly in the preparation time. And there was a lot of preparation time for this film. We, we, it was a huge luxury, actually, wasn't it? That we had about four, uh, did we have about four weeks rehearsal? Um, and, um, and I think that's uh, to get comfortable with each other and you know, to work individually with Dexter. Um, certainly me and Peter worked quite a lot individually with him. And th that's, that's very helpful rather than turning up on the first day and having to pretend that you're somebody's wife. Um, that, 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 yeah, and, I, and I think that comes really from somebody who has got an acting background and completely yeah. sympathises with that situation when, you know, it, it, it is all cold on the first day and you think, oh, I, you know, I've got a bed scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so starting with the love scene, yes. it's going to be really... No, it's, it's, it's important to, you know, give the actors that space and time to connect. That's what this, you know, is, is very important. So, yeah, it was a luxury, though. So any more? We haven't got long, but yes, another question here. And then I know we're going to go to social media for some questions from the Sunshine and Leith Facebook and Twitter feed. Is, is there a Facebook page for Sunshine and Leith? Is oh, there? Yeah. Thanks. Wow. I mean, I knew that. Like it, Dexter, like it. I like it, I should yeah. like it. I, I would right. like it, really. I would like it, yes, <laughs> like it. I, sorry. Hi, um, this is a question for Dexter as well. I was just wondering, what was your toughest scene to film and why? There's a scene... Um, there's a scene um, on, uh, on, on Carlton Hill, which is... Uh, there's, a, there's a song called Misty Blue, and I wanted to shoot it all in one shot, where this young couple, uh, Davy and Yvonne... They sing a song to each other, and it's really the moment where they're kind of falling for one another. And I wanted to shoot it all in one continuous long shot. And the city of Edinburgh is down behind them, and they sing this really beautiful song, and they walk and they sing and they walk and sing, and then they kiss at the end of it. And it's quite long, and I wanted to do it all in one. We had a big long track, and it looked really beautiful. We did rehearsal, and it really works well. It's like, okay, everybody, coats off. Let's get going. Let's film it. And of course, as soon as the coats come off, the actors are suddenly on a cold hill in November in Edinburgh. So poor Antonia has got like a little scarf and a hat and a and a jacket, and she's absolutely frozen. So, I, and 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 I'm like, oh, that's that's really bad news because they're meant to be gazing lovingly into each other's eyes and singing about how wonderful they feel, and they they were they were very cold. And, and so uh, that was difficult because there's so many other elements that go into it. You know, you sort of do all this planning and, and there's the one thing you don't think of is, is the thing that, that kind of 
can cause a problem. But I think that it's it's just the, it's a real achievement though when you manage to do it. Um, so I'm I'm pleased with that, but at the same time it's very hard. And there was another time when Antonia was filming a big song and she had food poisoning the night before. The producer took her out and gave her oysters and she had food poisoning the next I didn't day. Know that. Yeah. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. You know the one where they sing in front of the big window? Yeah. In front of uh, looking oh, out over Edinburgh. Yeah. She'd had food poisoning and had been and had like two hours sleep. And been up all night puking up and God knows what. And, That's uh, not going to be in the DVD, is you it? Never so, you never know. You never know. She looks radiant yes. and fantastic and sings mm. beautifully. I mean, there's always these things that, that throw us up. Sometimes it, those moments really help too, you know, when you think, oh, goodness, I feel so bad. And you think, well, it really works well for the scene <laughs> because of the state that they were in emotionally as characters at that time. It's probably very helpful for us. It's true. It's a really good moment for them because they've had this big argument and they're trying to figure it out. So. Um, it's all hard, though. I love all these revelations and exclusives. Uh, um, yeah, they I think are we exclusive. can maybe chat for us about one question then, and we're going to go to the Twitter and Facebook uh, questions as well. So we have a question here. I've got a question for each of you. Jane, with such a fantastic strong accent that you have got, how easy was it to, to get into the Scottish accent, and did you have any problems with it? Um, well, I'd done a, a short Scottish film before, set in Glasgow years ago. So I'd done it. I had done a Scottish accent, um, but I my my son's maths teacher um, comes from Leith, and um, amazingly, and so I spoke to her initially about the accent, and she was hugely helpful, and uh, and then I did actually um, speak to a, a professional dialect coach. And th that was all helpful, plus the fact that we were filming in Scotland, so I was surrounded by Scottish people. Um, you know, I, I, it, it, was, it wasn't so bad, actually. And Dexter, mm. I see Jason's in, in your film again. He is. Um, how easy was it to get him to sing a song? Um, surprisingly easy, actually. He loved he, it. He did, he loved it, yeah. Because <laughs> as you're alluding, he's in, he's in both of my films. He's a real old friend, and... And like I was saying earlier, I wanted to create other possibilities for Jane's character that, you know, if her marriage was possibly breaking down, that there was someone... The whole thing is, is that Jason's character's in love with Jane and that's... He's always... He's, he always loves Jean and... Um, and I think once he got his head around the fact that I was like, Jason, you're doing this and you're singing and you're dancing. Um, he, he goes for it brilliantly. As you, if you, go, you get a chance to see the film... That scene just gets better and better. He really goes for it by the end, and it's it's. I I can't see it without laughing. It just absolutely cracks me up every time. He's 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 brilliant. He brings so much, Jason. And the reason why I wanted because we, lots of people have seen Jason in various different guises. You know the the red guy in X Men who's very nasty and you know from hell and lock stock and two smoking barrels and everything. But we never really get to see Jason. He's got such a fun side to him. He's such a lovely, warm man. And uh, and I thought this was a good chance for him to show that. And he, he does it. It's brilliant what he does. It works so well in the film as well. All right, some questions from Twitter and from Facebook, I think. Uh, we have a mic coming forward for Jess. Can, can Twitter speak round. it now, can it? It speaks <laughs> itself. Does it touch on the leaf? Hello, this is Twitter. Twitter. Facebook. It's there. Hello, this is Twitter. Hello, Twitter. <laughs> so it, I is, can't hear anything. Oh, hello. This is from Here's uh, Twitter. Vicky on uh, Vicky By Byron on uh, Facebook. So she says, "What films inspired you to make this film?" She sees it as a cross between Love Actually and Mamma Mia. Do uh, were they an inspiration? Mamma Mia and Love Actually were absolutely the inspiration. Um, I, they, 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 so I suppose they maybe were. Certainly, uh, Love Actually is is a is a good one. 
Um, I like to think of it more of a kind of 50s musical, sort of something like a bit like Singing in the Rain or Anchors Away, are these kind of more traditional uh, musicals about about guys coming home and stuff. Uh, that's what I'd really love to do. But I don't know. I mean, I suppose there's a comparison with Mamma Mia because, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a back catalogue of a, of a group. But um, uh, I, didn't, I can't say I went and watched it a lot. I went and watched, like, Moulin Rouge and, you know, uh, stuff a bit older than that. Okay, Dan, we have a Twitter question. Yeah, just one, one more question. Is there a difference? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, okay. Yeah. Uh, so this has uh, sort of been answered by Dexter. So for Jane, um, were you a fan of the Proclaimers hits before you uh, got the role in this film? Well, I think, uh, similar to Dexter, really, I wasn't a fanatic. Um, I knew the, the uh, most popular songs, 500 Miles and Letter to America, but I actually didn't know anything else about their back catalogue. So it was a, a real revelation when uh, I was sent the script and the CD of their music. Uh, I, I loved, loved them. And, and yes, indeed, I am a fan now. Possibly not a fanatic, but a fan in the small sense. Yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> we'll test you both later, by the way, on their career and sales yes. and the whole thing. Because I think everyone's going to fall in love. And I want to say about this film as well, opening this weekend, is the fact that what I love watching it, Dexter and Jane, is that, you t uh, cliche to use this phrase, it is an emotional roller coaster. I did laugh a lot, but I did have to sit in my seat at the end of a little bit of a weep. There's a that's going on in this movie as well, which I guess you must be excited that audiences will be taken on that journey. So, Jane, a couple of final questions to you first. What do you hope audiences get from from this film, what do you what do you hope the what's the message here? Well, um, as Dexter said, that they can relate to it. It's a universal subject matter: families, love, falling in and out of love. Um, but ultimately, it's a very happy ending and a very optimistic ending that yeah. things do work out in the end. And uh, I mean, it couldn't be anything other than that in a musical. But it's it it does have a very warm film feel to it. This film. And it's so obvious listening to you today, Dexter, that you are ridiculously proud about this baby and this film. Yeah, of course, I, I can't not be. I mean, I am, I am, because I think it does do what you say. And to hear you say, I, you know, I laughed, I cried, I felt great at the end. I mean, that's, it's, it's humble in its ambition. It doesn't, it's, you know, it's just a feel-good film. And it's an easy thing to say, but it's a hard thing to achieve. And, and uh, it's really nice for me to sit and watch people. When, when songs start up, people just naturally smile. For some reason, there's just like, oh, that's nice. You know, and, and that's, a really, that's a really gratifying, lovely thing yeah. because that's all it achieves to do is just... It's, there's lots of films you can go and see where things are going to blow up or people are going to get shot or... There's all that sort of stuff going. You can go and see that and come out feeling like, oh, my God, isn't life awful? But this is just a different... This is just a film to make you think, oh, yeah, everything's really good. I think I'll go and have a nice meal. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, courtesy of some of a your... meal. Incredible, I want to, uh, can we get that meal now? Some incredible exterior Sorry. shots of sweeping camera motions yeah, that you yeah. just want to go to Edinburgh, like, now. That's what I also felt watching this film. So. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, I mean, if, if, yeah, I mean, that would be great if people wanted to go and visit Scotland as a result of that. I think it is a great place, and there's... There's a lot of great people there and a lot of great culture and a lot of great scenery. It's, I mean, you know, it's, it's easy to fall in love with and get carried away with it, but hopefully the film uh, shows that and people are inspired to go there. Jane Horrocks, what is next for you? Although I do know, I'm right saying this is a big week, not only is the film opening on Friday, but you have a song being released on iTunes on Friday. That's right. So it's a big Friday, <laughs> is a big day for you. <laughs> right. Round of applause for that, because Jane has a record <laughs> coming out. Tell us more, this is a, a Joy Division record.
Yes, it's isolation by Joe Division. Um, and uh, yes, it's, yeah, uh, you've said it all. It's on, <laughs> on Friday. Get the plug for it. So. <laughs> it's it's yeah. out on Friday as well. Yes. Yes. What, the 4th of October? Friday? Friday, Friday, Friday the same as the film is. What, this Friday? <laughs> the 4th of October? Yes. That's the same day as our film opens. <laughs> That's Friday, the 4th of October. <laughs> well, listen, continue success to both of you. Um, Thank you. Congratulations, Thank you. I think. Thanks, I hope I've said it. I'm going to say it again. Sunshine Aleth is one of my favourite films of the year. It's an ultimately fantastic film. Go see it this weekend. Thank you to director Dexter Fletcher and to acclaimed actress Jane Horrocks. Thanks, guys, for being here at the Apple Store in Thank London. You. I'm Kevin Hughes. I'll see you very soon. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.